This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapade. Hi, this is Rebecca from the Arab Generation. Um, you're listening to Mousecapade's podcast. Hey, this is Matt from Star Tours. You're listening to the Mousecapade's podcast. This is Amanda from Disney Junior, and you're listening to the Mousecapade's podcast. Hello, this is David from Star Tours, and I just helped a Nick's son build his very first lightsaber. Hi, this is Marco, so by Star Tours. I don't listen to podcasts often, but when I do, I listen to Mousecapades. You're at the right place. Right place. At the right time, you found the n- number one podcast. Number one podcast. That entertains that space between your ears. We invite you to relax, pull up a chair, and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears, because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. You are at the right place at the right time. This is the Mousecapades Podcast, the number one podcast that entertains your ears. Excuse me, that space between your ears. See, I already jacked that one up. Anywho, we are continuing our series on rides that are top five rides that we think are totally cool, awesome, that need no work to them, and our top five rides that we feel like could be tossed out of the park, changed somehow, just isn't doing it for us. And we're continuing the series. We went from the Magic Kingdom. Now we're continuing. We are at Hollywood Studios this week. I am also joined again with Kaylee and Vicky. Kaylee, you have how many weeks now to go back to school? Three weeks. Three weeks. And by the time this airs, we should already be back in school. So Vicky and I feel sorry for us. You yes, feel, I do. You feel sorrow? I do. I'm okay. sorry. So we're back. We're back at it. Top five. Let's start it off. How do we just want to continue rolling the same way we have been? And it'd be Kaylee, Vicky, and myself. So let's just start it off. Top five right now rides. We're gonna get right into it. That we like. Or attractions. That, or attractions. Thank you very much. Or attractions, because there are a lot of attractions at this place. We're heading over to Hollywood Studios. Kaylee, hit us off. Okay, my top or my number five is Lights Motors Action. And I don't know if they did end up getting rid of this. Yes. They did, which is really disappointing because I really like doing that. That was one of the first things we did at Hollywood Studios the very first time we ever went to Disney World when I was 12. And I still, I never get bored. Like, the show is the same. They changed some of the characters. They changed um, some of the people that are in it. But I still like to watch the show. It's entertaining. There's action. They're always talking to the audience. You're always involved. It's not just sitting in a dark room, which I... I tend to love, but it's different to be outside in that kind of atmosphere. And yes, it's just very entertaining. And I will miss it very dearly. Yeah, they um, tore that down to make way for Pixar land. Oh, so well, that's that's a good tear yes. down. I mean, yes, it might end up, Pixar land might end up being my new favorite. I don't know. I think it will be, Kaylee. I think it will be. I don't, I don't, I'm not saying it won't be. I'm just saying I really thought that they had enough land they could have branched out somewhere else because lights motors action is always packed so i was a little shocked by that but anyway i'm sorry that's you pick something the one of yours okay so number five for me is one man's dream i never never get tired of going through and looking at all the things that walt his ideas and how he you know where he thought them up or um what his original idea was i know we talk about a lot of times the epcot his original thoughts for epcot and how it didn't exactly come out the way he wanted it um 
And then I love watching the movie at the end, which um, I know you have said that Bob Iger needs to go back and watch most, that movie. Most definitely. Now, here's an attraction, though, that I feel could have could be beefed up. It's a great idea. I love One Man's Dream. You know that I love it. You guys right. both know I rave about One Man's Dream. But I think we can add a little here. I think we can add more artifacts from Walt himself and not just his company. You know, things that actually he touched, he had a hand in. I mean, he had a hand in everything, right. you know, holistically. But, I mean, some things that he actually did from the man himself. I would like to see more of that, more more artifacts, more artwork from him uh, inside one man's dream. Maybe some more things that we saw, like, at Marceline, Missouri. Right. With the letters, you know, and childhood toys and, and things that led to the spark to his dream because it is one man's dream right things that started it all i want to see more of that in one man's dream than what his company created sure because all it's called one man's dream well, where did the dream come from add it that's all i'm gonna say all right, all right so what's my, your number five? okay so my number five uh rides or attractions that i i feel are just super cool at hollywood studios i have to start off with and this is probably going to be a lot of your number ones out there if you're listening it just isn't my number one i love the ride i think it's a great ride um no mistake in that it's a 40 attraction it opened up back in may of 31st of 2008 you guys already know what i'm talking about it's five minutes long you're on a track it's a 40 experience of course i'm talking about toy story midway mania you guys love it. I haven't been able to actually go on the new track, but uh, I heard it's great from Tiki Garden. Um, great ride. I, you know, I mean, I don't know. You spin around. You go from one scene to the next to the next to the next. After about the third time, I'm already, I have, my ADD kicks in. I'm like, okay, I'm pretty much done. You know? I don't know. Are you guys the same Your way? Your hand gets a cramp. No, we like No, it does. Way. Your hand does. I do like, I like the ride a lot. I mean, the, the only cool factor about this one as well, like another, I shouldn't say the only cool factor, but one of the cool factors that I guess would keep you going is just to beat the person next to you. Yep. Or the person in front of you. Do you know my right? family? <laughs> so, very competitive. Very competitive. The, the blacks are very competitive, by the way. Um, but yeah, that just only topped out at my number five. A lot of you are probably screaming right now from inside your car, or if you're working out or cutting the grass. You know, a lot of people cut the grass and listen to podcasts, you know that? That's awesome. So, I... <laughs> patronize me no i'm just joking it's a joke they're listening yeah no i don't care when they listen they can listen um, in the bathroom <laughs> i bet you they do no we're in the never mind all right what do you got <laughs> wah, wah, wah. what do you got for number four kaylee number four my number four is the great movie ride and <laughs> it's I, mr iman's favorite i know that Nick is this probably... This made your top five rides as you like? It did. I really like this ride. I just like to sit... <laughs> it. Again, it's air-conditioned. You move. You're not... And it's like a moving ride, and you it's air-conditioned. A lot of those aren't, and it's not necessarily in the dark, but I love movies, and so just sitting there going through history about all the good ones, I like doing that, and especially the fact that it's interactive, and they have real people with scripts and... The whole storyline within the movie, right? I just like the whole my thing. Honey. I just like it. You know, it's entertaining. We don't want to me. give it. We don't want to blow it or anything. But we like how it kind of gets uh, the people change out. So, so Brian Collins, who starts off our show before before every podcast, saying, you know, you're listening to Mousecapades, it's yes. a wonderful podcast. Well, well, you know, he actually cr- helped create the script to. What right? The great, great movie, movie ride. Yes. He actually helped create the script a long time ago to the great movie ride, and he knows it's not one of my favorites. 
God bless him, he didn't get too mad at me, I don't think. But, uh, so if you're listening, I apologize. But it just really isn't one of my favorites. Kaylee, how old are you? You're a millennial, right? 19. Yeah, okay, so you're a millennial. Do you realize... Okay, so I'm not. And almost every single movie that's in that ride was made decades. Okay? Decades before I was born, even more so before you're born. I right? know. But How we can, raised her to watch I just movies. love How can you relate to this at all? Probably because of your music background. Yes. Right? Okay. The music is... a Like, all those movies have epic music See, that's known. This is my and, biggest oh. argument with this ride. So, the park is, is trying to cater towards millennials and young kids, stuff like that. This ride has no bridge or connection to millennials or children. Well, I... Not even you, Vicky. I mean, these a lot of these movies came out before you were born. I know, but... It's like just when, going when the, back in time. So when the ride came out, they they put ride they put movies in that ride that were like made decades before that ride even existed. And you think they'd put out current movies, but or update them? That ride's been going on forever now. Have they ever updated? No. They did up. Yeah, they did update what, the video, not the ride the video, itself. But not the ride yeah. and not the actual scenes. But I mean, come on, now they're old. They need to be updated. Oh, those dolls. <laughs> the dolls in that swimming pool scene from that one movie that's from the 1950s. Or singing in the rain, how it's so <laughs> animatronic. Yes. I will like, say that all the all the technology they, could be updated, but I like the ride because those movies are the ones that gave us all the idea. They're the basis of the ones we watch now. All the storylines are derived from those. Yeah. And it's just right. good to watch it. Well, they took those stories from other stuff, too. So, I know. I mean, That's how it is with music, too. That's where some of like the greatest mu- music ideas ever came from. And so, I don't know. I just appreciate it. Well, I'm glad this made your top five. Yes. Vicky, tell me it did not make your top five. And don't tell me my next one is the great movie ride. Number four is Beauty and the Beast. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, I don't know. I was in college. That's going to date me some. When Beauty and the Beast came out, and I just loved that movie. And that, I know that was before Pixar or whatever, but it was like the kickoff for Beauty and the Beast and then Aladdin and then Lion King. I think it set the tone for me, really starting to love Disney. I, um, what are you going to say? I had watched tons of Disney movies over my lifetime, but I don't know. That one just sparked something for me and I just really, really loved it. Um, and I love now to go to Gaston's Little Pub and... And get a cinnamon roll or whatever. That's now, Magic Kingdom, though. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, I'm yeah. tying it with my one of my top five. And Kaylee, you being a you know a music freak, you love, and I'm I'm saying that in the politest way. Yes. I'm, I'm not, I don't mean it belittling. Um, I love Beating the Beast. Like I love the musical. I think that's what saved Disney back right before you know during the the re- Renaissance stage is what Dave and I like to call it was the musicals that came out with Howard Sherman. Um, or Howard Ashman, I'm sorry. How do you feel about Beating the Beast? I love it a lot. I think it's one of the best princess movies. Like, the storyline underneath mm-hmm. is, I think it's a good physical representation. Not only, this is, like, gonna get deep for a second, but it's not only for, uh, just kind of, like, there's more than what's on the surface, but it can also, I've, I've seen also people take it as, Um, kind of the abusive relationship kind of thing, how um, just that whole thing that ties in, how Beast was... Well, when you date an animal, a beast, what do you expect? (laughs) Yes, but people took it that far and were like, the abusive relationship kind of thing, and they said, yes, in a fairy tale, she did end up, and he was a better person because of it, but it also kind of just... I liked the approach of that. It 
there's lots of approaches you can take on that movie. I love, and the, it's really good. I love the music. I love the scores. I yeah. love the rhythm. I, I everything about it uh, screams my childhood. You were in college, Vicky. Wow. What what year? I very mean, what, first year. Very freshman of college. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, it, it, it's a it's a great attraction. I love it, and I, I, I think anyone, or everyone should go see it at least once if you're going to go to Hollywood Studios. Right. We don't see it every time, but we do, we love it. At least go once. Yes. Yeah, you need to go. Before it goes once. away. It is because popular. Of, That's one of the reasons why we don't always see it, right. is because it's got a long line. Yeah, we you went get in there, there's not a lot of seats that are left. I so. guarantee you, though, that's going to be going, and it's probably going to be going soon. That's my uh, prediction, because, I mean, look at the, uh, the Aladdin show over in Disneyland. Very popular. Sold out all the time. And then they just took it away. Well, I was actually surprised that they didn't replace that with Frozen. I was thought that's what they were going to do, but they didn't. Like, when Frozen first came out and they said they were going to do a show, I was waiting for them to put Frozen in the Beauty and the Beast Theater and be done. Oh, and the Beauty... Okay, got it. So you're talking about not at Disneyland, but at at Disney World. At at Disney World and Hollywood Studios. Because I was like, that's what they did at Disneyland. Oh. Yeah, so at Disney World, go, go ahead. No, so that's what I thought they were going to do. Oh, and I know. so I was actually glad that they didn't because I love Frozen, but it's still not Beauty and the Beast for me. I don't no, know. There's no, something... it's, no, it's not at all. Frozen to me um, is like the Backstreet Boys or NSYNC of the music industry. You love it right now when it came when it came out, everyone loved them or or you know, or New Kids on the Block. You loved them. They made tons of money. They were in your face for about 10 years and then went away. And you know, it's very likely Could Frozen be that? I don't know. We're and then find you'll out. have Aladdin and and Beauty and the Beast that will and the Lion King that will take the rings. You know, we'll never, I guess, let go of the rings. You know, um, I don't know. Something to think about. My number. Where are we at? Four. Four. Yes. Four. So, believe it or not. Really? Yes. Yes. Believe it or not. And you know how much of a freak I am when it comes to sci-fi. Star Tours made my number four. This came out. We first saw this at Disneyland. And I actually prefer the Disneyland Star Tours over the Hollywood Studios at Disney World. We first saw this April 12th, 1992. Um, great attraction. You're submerged. You're immersed into uh, the Star Wars galaxy. And you're, you know, you're flying through space on a transporter. You get mixed up in an actual mission. R2, or excuse me, um, not R2-D2. Um, C-3PO is there to help you, out, to help you along. And... It's a great ride. You know, you really feel like you're in a spaceship. That motion technology that they have is absolutely crazy. It's insane. I do like the queue line uh, at, at Disneyland versus Disney World. Disney World's cool. They have the same stuff. They do. They have the same stuff that Disneyland has. But Disneyland, you, it seems like you're winding through the line and going through their world okay. before you go to the before you go to get on to the ride. At Disney World, there at Hollywood Studios, it seems like you're just in a line that goes straight to where your destination. You know, so you're, oh, okay. you're cutting through rather than being immersed through, you know, the, okay. the baggage claim or the, excuse me, like their, their cheesy TSA checkpoints and stuff like that, which they both have the same stuff. I think just the, and this is going to sound funny probably to the listeners, the route that they have you take at Disneyland versus Disney World is different. And I like the queue line inside better than I do Disney Disney World, but the outside, as far as architecture and, and how they dump you off into the gift shop, which they do at Disneyland as well, but just 
the outside, the ambiance of the outside facility, I like better at Disney World. You know, they're okay. at, at Hollywood Studios. I think if they can combine best both of uh, or best of both worlds right there into one attraction, um, that'd be kind of neat if they kind of did it that way. But I know space always plays a factor when you're adding a new ride. You right. Know? So yeah. So pretty cool. I can't wait to see when they actually at Disney Hollywood Studios when they add a Star Wars land. Yeah. I can't wait to see how that incorporates yeah. into that. If they're going to add more to it. So I can't wait for that. That only made my top four. Surprisingly, listeners, surprise to you guys. Yeah, surprise. Yeah, big surprise. But okay, so we're on to number three now. And my number three is Toy Story Midway Mania. And I like it. Again, we are a super competitive family. And I think that's just a big part of it. I love the tech. There's no other ride like that. I think that's one of the reasons I like it so much is because there are 4D shows. Just like Mickey's Magic, we've mentioned before. And there's tons of of shows like that but there's no rides like that anywhere else and it is also just fun because i all the time every time we ride it i ride it with joey and so it's super fun to ride with him because we're just sitting there at the same time our arms hurt but we're like elbowing each other at the same time so there's just an element of fun with the two of us not only just in the ride but we're sitting there trying to mess each other up on purpose and I was going to ask you that. Do you guys hold each other's gun off to the side to try to... I, sometimes we, like, push out, like, we'll push it out of the way. He always wins. He always wins. He's just faster at it. But then after we get off, he's like, I regret this every time because my hand hurts so bad. But it's super I fun. think it's a guy thing and they're stronger because Brad seems to beat me a lot. And they seem to... I feel like I'm pulling the little lever thingy as much as they are. And, um, yeah. And he still beats me. But yes. The boys but usually win. It doesn't make it any less fun. Um, you know, I had heard, and I'm looking it up right now, that there was a bonus shot in that ride that you hmm. get. I don't know if it's like a, an immediate, like a million points or something like that. Um, I'm trying to look it up right now. It's all YouTube. I don't want to start a video here, but uh, I've always been told that inside uh, Toy Story Midway Mania that there's a, uh, a secret hidden like shot that you can get, which will catapult you all the way to like the highest score or something like that. Is that true? I don't know. In the army, you're talking about the army men part. There is a, um, there's a plate that, that came up one time and I want to say it was 50,000 points or something. It bumped me up a lot. Um, I love that one, but we were talking about this with, um. Okay. Yeah, you're right. It says, it says bonus points video. This is on YouTube of the green army men shot camp at the camp level. I've never seen that there. Like as many plates as, if you keep hitting the plates, then the numbers keep going up. And then every once in a while, there'll be a 50,000 point point plate. I I heard though, there was a, there was like a hidden, a hidden one somewhere where you had to be looking for it, but it only appeared like within seconds of your vehicle turning. So you had to know where it was at and it disappeared. I don't know. Is that just a I don't know. I'm going to watch YouTube and now I'm going to be looking for it at Christmas. I've never heard that, but Okay. okay. All right. All right. My number three is an attraction, and it's Fantasmic. Okay. And I know it's not your favorite. Um, I don't know why exactly it's my favorite, except for that it ties music and fireworks and Mickey all together. And I mm-hmm. love that they show there or they project the movies onto the water. They make the water so strong that you can project movies on there. And I uh, one of the first times was it. The, I guess it was the second time we watched it. We got to watch it with Dave and his family, and that was fun too. We were like third row. It was a total accident. That's awesome. Um, but I just love that it ties the storyline all together. You get to see the villains and you get to see the good guys. And um, I don't know. I think it's just really well done. I, I, I really enjoy that. It makes part of my trip. So 
my number two, right? Three. Three. Sorry. Three. That's where we're at? Oh my gosh. All right. Yeah, you're right. Speed so my, my number three. Sorry. Um, my number three is the Jedi training. I love the Jedi training. I think that's a great uh, attraction. Um, I wish they would let adults do it as well because I'd be right in there with my boy. But um, what a cool way to make you feel like you're a Jedi and to battle it out with some Sith Lords. You know, it's, it's, it's too cool for Disney to actually have this for kiddos where they can sign up to be a Jedi or a Padawan to learn to become a Jedi, actually put on, don the robe, have the Jedi saber, the training saber, go out there and actually fight some of your favorite Sith Lord characters. I remember Colin's first time doing that. He, I mean, it was awesome. Should, I, I can't even describe the look on his face. It was just like, he looked at me like, holy bejesus, Dad, this stuff's real. You know, like... Oh my gosh, there's Darth Maul, there's Darth Vader. Like, you never right. told me this was real, Dad. You always told me it was a movie. And uh, But he had guts, he had wit, he had grit, and he uh, battled it out anyway, even though Darth Maul was really super scary. And Colin was only, uh, I think, three, three at the time. Yeah. He went after him. It was awesome. That's so, hilarious. He yeah, is your son. Yeah, how, <laughs> how cool. You know, it's like every boy's dream to be immersed into a Star Wars fantasy. And I think that's as close as you're going to get. Yep. Besides the new Star Wars land they're going to build mm-hmm. at Hollywood Studios. So here goes my number three. All right. Number two. My number two is Rock and Roller Coaster. And that, when we first wrote it, I was 12. I My mom's friend that we went with, she pretty much said, you're getting on this. There's no option. And I wasn't a roller coaster person. And I, I think it was the first roller coaster I ever rode that went upside down. And I was very scared because I was thinking, I don't like these. I can barely do kitty ones. Those are the most I can do. And then I got on and it's so fun. You shoot off. There's really, um, for thrill seekers, it's super fun. There's really no big dips. There are little ones, but there are none where you just sit there and you're falling for a consistent amount of time. But I like that. I just like going upside down. I liked the music. It's all neon inside. And it's super fun how they make it seem like you're going to a concert. Just the whole, again, it's like the Haunted Mansion where it's a whole different area where they're like, you're going to a concert, you're getting in a limo, you're going there, but it has to be fast, that kind of thing. There's a storyline with the ride rather than just like, you're getting on a roller coaster. You're going to ride through, and then you're going to get off. It's kind of like... It has a purpose. You're getting... And when you get off the roller coaster, they're like, go to the right and head straight to your concert. They're all the way through there. They're talking like you're you're actually at an Aerosmith concert. And I really like that. I don't know. Yeah, they're in character. It's a fun one. Yeah, you're immersed in that experience, Mm -hmm. which is good. Number two for me is Toy Story Midway Mania. It was a hard decision between this one and my first choice and i think we've pretty much beat toy story midway mania to death but um again we are a very competitive family and we do own toy story midway mania on the wii and so sometimes we just go downstairs and duke it out on you, television you spin each other around like you put on the skates and spin each other around. no no but it is fun to play um that i can't get them to play it very much anymore because it's not as high tech as everything we have here besides Spit water that. at you and stuff make it the 40 <laughs> experience blow a fan on you you got to give you the Not real quite. fact, you know? But it's still so much fun, and it's fun as a family, so. Awesome. So my number two is the Beauty and the Beast musical. I, I Listeners, I'm telling you right now, I guarantee you this is probably going to go away. They did it over in Disneyland with the Aladdin uh, experience. 
go ahead and make sure you see this. Um, it's a hidden gem, and the scores are amazing. Great storyline. Just a very good cartoon. Very good play production. Um, and it's top-notch. Go see it before it goes away. I just have a feeling it's going to go away. I'm not saying it is, okay? That's not fact. It's not even a rumor. My gut feeling tells me once they add on to this park and make it Star Wars and Toy Story Land, right. yeah, it's going. It's going to be gone. So go see it. I grew up with this cartoon. I know a lot of our listeners did as well. It will take you back in your childhood. It's good. All right. Number one. My number one is Fantasmic. And I really enjoy this show because it's a music thing. I am just hardcore in love with the music. I listen to it when I do homework from both part from Disneyland and Disney World because there are slight differences when I've listened. And... I get goosebumps every time. It does not fail when I either when I'm watching it or when I listen. It the music is so good, but along with the characters being dressed up, all the fighting scenes, all the boats that have the characters on them, I just like how they cover every aspect. The villains, Mickey's imagination, how they mix all the movies together just to be like it's all part of Mickey's world, not the outside world, not each individual movie, but they incorporate it all together. Like the villains are working together and all the heroes work together. And I don't know. It's just really good. I really like it. And every time it gets canceled, I get super disappointed because it's one of my, it's my favorite thing to do there. So yes, my number one. My number one is Rock and Roller Coaster. And um, again, what Kaylee said, when she was 12 was our first trip as a family there. We got on it with our friends, but it's a ride that we can ride as a family. Brad is not a huge roller coaster person, and to listen to him giggle, it was worth every penny that I paid to get there. He was just giggling incessantly while we're on that ride, and it's Ooh, fun. For, yep, say it's that very, five times fast. It's uh, it's just so fun for me. Um, he didn't travel much as a child, and really not at all, other than to go to family reunions local in local towns nearby that it took to get there in a day trip or whatever. And um, so anything that makes him excited or seeing my kids be excited makes me happy. And so I think that's why I love riding that ride. Outstanding. My number one. All right, you ready? It's 199 feet. All right. You have to have, there's a this. height restriction of three feet, four inches. I know you can't believe this, and I am going there. It opened September 22nd, 2006. Of course, I'm calling, a, or I'm not calling, I'm talking about the Disney's Twilight Tower of Terror. Yep, I'm going there. Although, I, will, I am too much of a wuss to get on this ride. I won't get on it because I can't stand the dark. I can't stand riding roller coasters in the dark. Um... Or anything that has to deal with not knowing where I'm going in the dark and things dropping, especially an elevator. That's one of my fears. Even as a child, I going up 80 stories, or I, I just couldn't. I always had this fear of elevators dropping and me dying. I have to say, you go inside this place, you are immersed in an environment like no other. You are in the Twilight Zone, baby. And I remember actually watching the Twilight Zone when I was a child with my brothers. Yep. We never missed an episode. It's on PBS. Never missed an episode. I still I still watch it to this day with my father-in-law, and every so often I'll record it, and Colin and I will watch it. Those stories still hold true today. Right. With today's politics and religion and stuff like that. The guy was a genius. But this ride, Disney created a ride, Tower of Terror, and you are immersed in this hotel. 
you know, you and, are. and the whole environment. And what I really love about it and what I hear the stories from, like, you guys and my wife, you know, and right. my friends, and I've YouTubed it a million times, um, the cast members stay in character just like the Haunted yes. Mansion. They're just as good as the Haunted Mansion. Two places, I think, at Walt Disney World where the characters are just straight-faced, in character, they don't deviate, they treat you like crap, but it's fun. Right. You know? That's part of the that's part of the character for sure, and, and that's why I'm giving this my number one. Because for me, it's really not about the rides; it's about being immersed into a fantasy land, being immersed. You know that you just Disney need to ride World, it with Joey. That's what it's all about: being in the mm-hmm. moment. And so, although I'm too scared to get on this ride, I will admit it is my number one because of the ambiance, because of the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Joey narrates the whole thing. So he will. He will tell you oh, what's I going know. to happen. Oh, I know. So if you're ever scared. An honorable mention, though, I have to say, Rock and Roller Coaster. I think it's it's a great roller coaster. It's fun. It's, it's, it's awesome. Again, that is in the dark, but I can still see where I'm going. The only downside to this roller coaster, the only complaint I have, the street signs and the poles and, the, and all that good stuff, it looks like it's sprayed paint with like neon paint. Yep, yeah. and it looks cardboard. It almost gives you that cheesy funhouse look mm-hmm. to it. I think if they would make it modern looking, and I know the street signs themselves do yeah. a lot of it's high, with neon paint and stuff like that. Right, I'm almost okay. And, I, and with it's that because one. you need to see it though, because I get it. The dark lights, yeah. you need to see it. You want bright, bright, or bright, flashy things going past you. I guess it's supposed to simulate like neat, like cars or something going past you when you're driving. I don't super fast. I don't know. But the roller coaster, it's a thrill ride. It's amazing. I just think it needs to be updated in the inside a little bit. So I give that an honorable mention. I'm almost okay with that one, just because I feel like it's simulating graffiti. So that's what oh, I yeah, think of it okay, as. Okay, okay, so yeah, like, I see when that. when I think, because, like, when you get in the the limo, they're saying it's in the alley. Like, you're in an alley getting in a limo, and I think of it being as, like, downtown Los Angeles. Like, there's graffiti everywhere. It's not exactly the nicest place in town, but, like, that's part of the essence. That's why I think of the neon being okay, is because I think graffiti. Maybe so. so. All right, people, so let's switch over let's change our gears and uh let's talk about rides that we feel are top five that can either be tossed out of the parks changed of some sort or rides we just that lack something that we just don't care about that that much you know this could be rides or attractions mm-hmm. kaylee start us off okay so you're probably gonna be disappointed but mine is tower of terror and i don't feel like it lacks that's anything hilarious. it's nothing like that i know that's hilarious i thought it was that it was funny that it was his number one, and now it's my number five on the least favorite. I like riding that ride. I I get on it mostly for Joey so he doesn't have to ride by himself. Because I'm okay with free fall rides. Like, one, my thing is the psych factor. Once I'm on it, falling, I'm fine. It's fun. But the whole build-up getting on it with the people being in character, being like, have a nice fall kind of thing, that terrifies me. And I'm just sitting there thinking, I can't do this. And then once I get off, I'm like, that was awesome. Let's do it again. And then if I were to get in the line, I'd be the same way again. But uh, ambiance-wise, like, the only thing is the whole building is really one of the best ones. You're very right. Oh, it's detailed. But my one thing is the hologram that happens yeah that could be updated when you're dropping bit. um no there's you go up and you stop on a floor and then they open it yeah and they show all the people that were on the elevator that died that spooky night and they're like telling you to come fall with them or whatever and it's a holographic thing it's projection but it could be updated 
Because that projection's very old. You can, can tell, tell it's a projector. You can tell yeah. it was from 2006 when it first opened. So I feel like that's really <laughs> the only part. So it might as well be a sock puppet, a neon sock puppet with a dark light. It's not that, <laughs> not that, it's not not that, that bad. bad. But like, it's fuzzy. Like, it could definitely oh, okay. be way more... Uh, just the quality could be way better just okay. to make you feel like it's... Because when I see it now, I remember writing it in 2012 and I was like, I don't like this. It's terrifying. Because Joey would always sing the It's Raining, It's Pouring song, but he would sing it like the little girl did up yes. to my ear. And um, now I'm just looking at it. And I am older, but I just look at it kind of like it's not as real as it was before. Yeah, and I'm sure Colin gone. would think it is, but I still think if it were updated. But that's the only part of the ride that I think could use updating. But unfortunately, that's my number five. Interesting. And hilarious being related to my child and how much we're alike sometimes. My number five is Hollywood Dower of Taylor. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because um, I was going to say the same thing she was. They're, they're, they could definitely update those um, elements, the holographs that are there and some other things. I think they could add more to it to get you more nervous about going there. Um, and I know there's no way to ease your mind, but like I think I told you this when you guys interviewed me when I got back from our Christmas trip. You can do anywhere from three to six drops. And this last time we had six drops. And I was just like, is this ride over? Because again, we take turns. Kaylee and I take turns riding this with Joey because we love him. But it's not our favorite ride by far. And so, um, yeah. So if they're going to do it, update some holograph. Otherwise, it's a good ride. So on this one, guys, I can only, I can only think of three rides or attractions that I, that I thought could be tossed out, changed, or whatever it may be. And... So don't don't hate me. Sorry. Number three. So here's my third one. I couldn't think of five. Okay. Because I, I think they're Hollywood Studios or Hollywood Studio. They have they have great things going on. You know and and no, oh, you're gonna have, kill us. I'm sure. Then when we do ours, they okay. have a lot of good stuff. And I, I I looked at it as what are some lousy things I think should be tossed out the side. So my third one. I think this can be just changed. Okay. And it'd be a simple change of storyline. Uh, Disney's Junior, uh, the Disney Junior play, what a, um, live on stage. That's fair. So, I loved it the first year. The second year, it was the exact same thing. You know, I don't care. Like, like Beauty and the Beast, you know, to go to that show, you you expect it to be the exact same thing. It's the same movie. Because it's the same movie, exactly. But Disney, Disney Junior, Junior changes. changes all the time. And I wouldn't even care if it was the same characters. Mm-hmm. Change the the episode, change the script. You know, right? I was kind of disappointed and bored, but you know, by the second time I saw it. So um, this third year when we went, we didn't even touch it. I'm like, Colin asked if we could go to it. I'm like, honey, I'm like, ah, come <laughs> on. So I convinced him to go to some Star Wars stuff instead, like mm-hmm. Launch Bay. Um, but yeah, that's my number three. Okay, all right. Well, my number four is. One Man's Dream, and this is just, um, uh, my mom's making a face at me. Um, I love this, and we do it a lot every time we go, and Nick has his head in his hand. No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm just tired. Okay, okay, I was making sure you weren't too angry. <laughs> no, no, I'm not angry at you but, at all. Uh, I like going through there, but it's the same kind of thing, what you were saying. I think yeah. some of the artifacts could be updated, and the movie is the same, which the movie I don't think should necessarily change. I think it's a really good movie that sums up the whole reason of why he started how he started i think it's a good thing that they wrap up in just 20 minutes like it's a very good summary of everything but we do it a lot and so if we do it once on the trip i'm fine with that and i can pass it over and i wouldn't even say that i 
wouldn't want to do it when we were there. Like I would look at it and be like, I can just skip that because I want to do it once every time. But if I'm thinking about all the updates it could have and all that, that's where I'm just like, we walk through it and I'm just like, oh, look, there's that thing from last time. There's the yes. thing from last time. Um, they don't update it at all. And even if they I don't want to update it, they need to every so often they need to switch out the stuff they put in there or something. Even if they just take some stuff out and have less out to see, then they just switch everything around. So you're not just like, okay, I saw all this last time. Let's leave. Kaylee, for once, we agree on something. Yes, we do. All right. For once. Vickster. Number four, um, I had number four is Disney Junior. And for the same reason, and I haven't even really had to go in it too much because my kids are older, but I feel like it is the same stuff. And um, I don't know that people that have young children, like you said, want to keep seeing the same thing every time. Even the kids get bored with that, I think. Yeah, and they have new characters that come out with Disney Junior every year. Well, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Every year. Even though I don't watch it, I know because we see the commercials when we're watching uh, Girl Meets World. Right. So, you know, listeners, I only had my top three. I didn't get top five. Um, So, my number two... My number two is One Man's Dream. All right? And let let me ask you this. Do you see anything in One Man's Dream that was drawn by Disney? No, no I, I think we talked about this before. I don't, no, we did it last week. I think the only thing you see in there is the little... It's Mickey Mouse. It's the Mickey Mouse, the original drawing well, he does, I, but It wasn't it's even video. Mickey. I forget the name of the original mouse. Mortimer? Um, Mortimer, yeah. It, you don't even really see him drawing it. You just see hands. You don't actually physically see Walt Disney drawing that character. I want to see something that's displayed that Walt did. It's one, it's one man's dream for crying out loud. Give me something that Walt actually created with his hands i don't see a video of it i want to see an actual tangible artifact encased somewhere not his group not his team not his company but something walt did Mm -hmm. i want to see artifacts from his childhood i want to see letters that were written back and forth from him and his brother from overseas trips and stuff like that i want to see the the good times and the hard times and the unions that came, or the union that came about, and how mad he was, and, and the trouble times through his career, what, all the struggles where he got to where he was, because, you know, he ultimately had a dream, and he went through a lot to get to that dream, but none of that is showcased there. Right. It's the it's the whole zippity doo dah, you know. Uh, Super califragilistic. Yeah, it's the rainbows and unicorns mm-hmm. of of Disney. And that that truly isn't the true life of Disney. It really isn't. It really isn't. You know, mm-hmm. it all started when he was trying to get funding. You know, all I forget how many banks turned him yeah. down. But um, you know, the guy had some hard times. I want to see the good things and the bad things, but I want to see things that he created, things from his family, things mm-hmm. from his childhood home in Marceline, Missouri, and stuff like that. That's the only complaint I have with that. Mm-hmm. It's a great thing. It's a great place. I go there every single time. And I, and unlike you, I, I love seeing the exact same thing every single time, mm-hmm. even though uh, I've seen it a million times because I'm into that. But I think it needs to be updated. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're on number three, right? Okay, so my number three, I actually am changing it because I wrote down something different, but I'm changing it. Um, it is the Indiana Jones show. Okay. And this is because... It- I heard he got his ball working again. Yeah, I heard that too. Okay. Go ahead. But, um, happened about a year ago, Kaylee. Okay. Okay. I did not hear about this, but this is good. All right. Oh, no. Okay. But (laughs) I don't like that face. Be quiet. Okay. But, okay. Well, 
it we like I like to go in like if we have downtime between fast passes or something and there's nothing else to do like everything else has a terrible line I'll go in there and sit there and watch it but I never got into the Indiana Jones films or anything it's been the same show for years and I don't know I just think it if they're gonna do stuff it could be a little updated the one thing that I kind of think that's cute about it is um, we watched Full House in our family, and there was an episode where they... Did went... you say cute? Yeah. About Indiana Jones? About Full House. Okay. Just tying them together. I'm tying them together. In Full House, they go to this attraction, and there's just a whole scene there that's funny with DJ and Steve and all that. And I like to go there and just think, this is where that all happened and all that. But other than that, it's... There's nothing there that I'm just like, wow, this is pulling me in. I'm dying over here. Like, I don't know if he's going to get through it. Kind of that thing. Fair enough. Did, did you watch the movies, though, growing up? You, it doesn't no, sound like you did. I never got into that. I, Mom, that's where you failed them. her. What about Joey? I did not fail her. The Joey? They, don't Joey they have some her. great music scores in that film. The music is great. John Williams is amazing. The music is the music great. music is great. I, I'll never not love John Williams, but... Okay. I'm shocked you just don't like it because of that. My number three is the yeah. same as my child. Oh. <laughs> We're just not beginning Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones, like I've seen it once. It's not something that I can watch over and over again. Like uh, we can watch Breakfast Club a million times, or Pretty in Pink, or Sixteen Candles, but I cannot watch Indiana Jones. And so when we go there again, like Kaylee, it's fun to watch it and think, "Hey, many movies have been, many shows have gone there, not just Full House, and filmed them at Indiana Jones, but." We know what's going to happen. The predictability. You know that there's a person that was picked in the audience that was part of the play from the very start. And right. So anyway, it needs a little unpredictability. I say bring in some new factors. There are some things that they could do. I'm going to hold off, talk about your number twos, and then I'll join you okay. with the number ones. I should have waited in the first place. Okay. It's all good. All right. All my right. number two is Frozen, the sing-along. Yeah. And I like the show fine, but... It's just like the movie. It's I mean, I know it's different because it's live. And for younger kids, that's probably a big deal because you're like, these people are in front of me. These characters are very real. But And we did see it, and I thought it was cute. And my mom and I sang along while Joey and my dad sat there and were in agony for about 30 minutes. Your dad sang too. He did. Joey was mostly the one in agony. But I don't know. That ride just kind of... Or the attraction itself is just overrated. Just like most of the Frozen stuff. I like that they incorporated Frozen within the parks. I think that's fair. Because most Disney things, they start to incorporate them. But they just took this huge phenomenon and are blowing it up. And now it's the craze is starting to die down. And so now I feel like they put all their money and time into this. And it's still a big deal. Like it was a very good movie, but... It, the craze is dying down, and so now they've got all these attractions and rides dedicated to them. Not that I don't think the new one will be good, but it's just it's like, just it's plain Jane. It's it's not like Beauty and the Beast, like right? Because Frozen itself is a musical. It has lots of songs in there, and I know B- Beauty and the Beast has some, but not, it's not a musical. Beauty like, and the Beast has elegancy and respect, which I think Frozen is lacking. Um, there was a lot of art and beauty and the beast you know a lot of symbolism which there is in frozen as well but i think there's more and this sounds weird more of an intimate intimacy you know with with beauty and the beast uh no pun intended i don't mean it like that but i just mean it, it just it was more of an artist perspective great music not that frozen doesn't have great music it does it's catchy 
But I think just like the music industry, you saw New Kids in the Block, you saw NSYNC, 98 Degrees, Backstreet Boys, even Justin Bieber, they come and go. They're hot for 10 years and they're gone because what did the media do in the music industry? They hyped it up, they hyped it up, they hyped it up to where you want to puke by the time that they're about to just fall off the face of the earth. And I think Frozen, I, there, here's my prediction. How long's Frozen been out now? Since 2009 or no, Thir- no, 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 no 13, 13. 13. By, by 2023, I, I, people are going to be like, oh, who cares about Frozen? Frozen what? You know, like, people aren't going to care. They're going to want to puke. And Disney, stop shoving it down our face. I, yes, I said it from the very beginning. They have a hit here. They had It was a musical about kings and queens and everything else. But it's been too much. They just, one thing they've done this time around and they that they really didn't do, they did some of back with Being the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King is the advertising is just ungodly on every single piece of merchandise, on everything. It's everywhere you go. And I'm done with it. I know a lot of kids are done with it. Even my third graders, right? Uh, even my first graders back in the day were like, Frozen, ah, really? Because it's shoved down their face. Mm-hmm. Even the yeah, kids. but some of them, I think, do that because their older brothers and sisters oh, agreed. fun of agreed. them. Agreed, agreed. So I agree with you. I think Frozen, to be honest with you, needs to be tossed out. I think, it needs to be tossed out. I think it was a good movie, but the their problem was when they were advertising all this stuff. They were like, "We have dolls, we have ra-. like." They right. just kept building it up. I'm like, I think if you here's had the left fireworks the movie, show. Here's the you know, it's like it's everything. If you had left the movie and then just kind of done the character signing things, mm-hmm. that would have been good, and the kids would have been like, that way, seeing Anna and Elsa would be a big deal. But right. they're everywhere now. So make now it an I'm attraction sure. that comes around like every six months or, or maybe once a year. Make it a big, make it an event, not necessarily an attraction. Like it's a reoccurring thing every day, but something where people look forward to. So it's not shoved down your face every single day. You know, as far as being inside the park, that is, you know, the musical. So, all right. My number two is going to kill Nick because it's Jedi training. It bottlenecks and and causes a huge crowd. I totally in the park, agree, I agree with you. And you cannot get through there. Now I understand the perspective from your son wanting to go there, but we are not Star Wars family, so please don't you know shoot me through the computer. But um, we're just not the Star Wars family that you were raised as, and um, I I think neither one of our families were very non our science fiction people. Raised by my siblings, my parents weren't into Star Wars. Oh, so it's your it's your brother's fault. Yeah. Oh, both of them. They had everything. Oh yeah. And so my uncle took me to Star Wars. It just never was my thing. And so it's very frustrating when you're trying to get around the park and it's so crowded there around that Jedi training. And so that's that's my beef with it. I mean, I think it is, for you, it is a very cool thing. And I do think it's cool for you to see that with Callan. I totally agree. But for my family... It I, needs its own little area. It I agree. needs like because a bigger they, hole. Because they have that walk... They have a walkway that's blocked down yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Maybe if they can extend that and push it more towards that down in there, it'd be in its own little entity. I agree with you, it does. It does cause a lot of traffic, and a lot of people stop to watch. Right. And they're trying to go around, and you can't get around. And it's very thin right there anyway. Mm-hmm. So I agree with Mix you. in some people that have no um, personal space issues, and you got the whole, what my problem is. So, sorry. Number one, Kaylee. All right. Nick might also shoot me. Okay. Star Tours, Jedi training. Star Tours. Really? That is number my one? Number, number one. one. So what, you okay. just don't like it or it needs to be changed? I What's have, up? I have ridden Star Tours, so I'm not just going to say because it's Star Wars themed, I hate it. I don't okay. like that it's there. I did ride it. I think our first trip there, and I got sick. I think I did. I, like, had a bad headache. It did not. I don't like the 
the rocket ship, spaceship kind of feeling thing. It just made me feel sick. And I don't know. I thought all the graphics were neat in there, but I just think that the ride itself is... I understand that they're like they're really advertising for it now, because especially the new Star Wars movies and all that, and I think that's fair. But I think as a ride itself, I got like sick on it, and I think that's my main beef with it is I got sick. I was gonna say I, I I did not like it because just it reminded me Anthony got sick on it too. It reminded me of the ride in um, Mission Epcot, Space. Mission Epcot, Space. Yeah, yeah. That's what it reminds me of, and I got sick on Mission Space too. So it's that kind of ride I that just kind of love kinda, that ride. Yeah. Even I, Anthony got sick. I won't go back on it because it made me feel sicker than when I actually flew in, in jets. But because uh, that ride is intense, but it makes you feel like you're actually going up in a rocket. Now you know I gave mm-hmm. Tower of Terror its due, and I won't even touch that ride because I know that I'm not going to like it. You can't just yeah. dog a ride you because don't know that. you can't just dog a ride because you get you sick might. on it. We should have set some rules. Oh, I'm sorry. I think because it's also before. the ones we can go without, and that's the one I can go. Yeah, with. it's not. I'm not saying that anything's wrong with the ride or anything. But he looks my like whole devil's thing, advocate on yes, everything. My whole thing is that is a ride I can go without, and I look at it and I'm like, wow, for the Star Wars people that can handle this, that's a really good ride. But I'm just like, I can't handle. It needs that to be updated ride. with the storyline and stuff like that. Like one big huge file. Yeah. That last time when we wrote it back in in June. So it takes place. Uh, with with Darth Vader and stuff like that, so we're on a we're going through space, and all of a sudden we hit Jakku, and so you know Finn and and um, BB-8 are talking to us and stuff like that, right? And then all of a sudden we're transported back on to Endor, seeing the Wookies, and all of a sudden Darth Vader, and like so you go from being on Jakku, which took place thirty years after, were you going back in the past? I mean. It's supposed to be one. It's supposed to be the present time you're traveling, but then you you see all those characters. If you see Finn and BB-8, Darth Vader's already dead. So why am I seeing him? They merged three decades into one present day ride, and for me, being a sci-fi fan of Star Wars, that is a huge foul. You can't have those characters together because there's a thirty-year gap, and it's supposed to be a present day ride. Like I'm flying through space that day. And why do I, if you're going to, but if you're going to put me present day back in, you know, when Darth Vader was alive, that's fine. But don't mix the two with the current characters and the old characters because there's a 30 year gap. That's fair. You get what I'm saying? So there's a huge foul on that ride and that's my biggest complaint. Sorry. It could be, it could be the same as what, because when I wrote it, it was seven years ago now. Right. Wow. That's a long time ago. And if it's the same. They have this, yeah, it's the same. If it's the same, then... Yeah, Except I remember they've it. They've added a couple characters, okay. and they've added the planet well, of Jakku. You were saying with the Q, when we were talking about our favorites and stuff, maybe what they can do is, if they're wanting to give everybody a taste of all the decade, and I don't watch Star Wars, I have no idea what really any of the storylines are, but if they wanted to cover all the decades, And this they is could, why this is her number one ride to go away, too. Why don't they cover... I'm just saying something they could change, for your point of view, why don't they put... The old decades covering in the queue. Why don't they put those characters there? And then it's like you're going through that time while you're going through the queue, and then you get to the present day. That would be one thing to change if you right like the ride. They're gonna have to do a, a better way of of blurring those lines together, um, of bringing those characters together into one ride. I don't know how to do it. I don't know what the answer is, 
But right now it's a big foul because you're leaping 30 years from the past to the future and it's supposed to be a ride that's supposed to be that day for you traveling through space. So it it doesn't make sense. Um, what is your number one, Vixter? My number one, no throwing bananas at the computer. Is Star Wars like which about also the, the people, listeners? The people that are listening, so they're gonna be throwing it at their iPod, yeah. their device, yes. or whatever it may be. Star Wars launch at. bay, but here's why: you're on crack. Listen, I don't like where they put it. I would like them you're to still, move it. That's a great place for it. No, like, they took it's away. Of, it's out of the way from everything. They took it away. Your mother's on crack. No, I have a, I have a reason. They took away something very important, which was. What did you say that you wanted to see in one man's dream? Some of Walt's uh, actual I, work. And I loved that little area where they would teach you how to do cartoons. Oh, the Animation Academy. Yes. They took that out and the little area where you could meet and greet people. That was one of my favorite things to do there. Did I say get rid of it? No, I said move it more with its other stuff. So are they going to move that when they build the Star Wars land? Or are they going to leave that there? Because it's in a weird place. It's between Disney Junior... And yeah, the Little Mermaid. It is. It, is. it, it has, doesn't fit where it's at. It hasn't identified itself. I mean, you're right. It's trying to find its identity. So, so I mean, that's why that's, they should have put it back by the Star Tours, right? That's and what stuff I'm like saying. That. That's why. That's, that's only the my only purpose right. of not liking it is I loved going in there and okay. watching those artists. Now that you've defended yourself, I agree with you. It's in. It's in an awkward place. Yeah. Can I still so, say you're on crack? No, I agree. I agree with you that it's a cool thing. And you sent me the pictures, and I put them up on our Facebook and everything. It was very cool. If you are a Star Wars fan, that would be way cool to see C-3PO and BB-8. You know what? I'm I'm happy that you just named those characters off. I'm giving her hugs right now. Hugs. Chewbacca. 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 Because somebody has a little dog and they named it Chewie. Chewie. That's awesome. She knew more than she knew more than you know, Luke and Leia. You know, listeners, I agree with Vicky though. And Kaylee, I agree with you. I do think it's in the wrong area. It really is. And it takes up a lot of space for what you're given. I do. I agree with you. I said it. We okay. agree. What's we your number agree. one? Um well you already know my number one. I can't stand great it. Movie ride. The great movie ride. We <laughs> talked about it. I'm sorry, Brian. Um We love I, it, Brian. The, the, how can any millennial relate to this ride? I, as a Gen Xer, can't even relate to this ride. She told I you know how. some of the cartoons. I mean, not cartoons. I know some of the movies. I grew up on Alien and stuff like that. But That's a weird movie. I don't. <laughs> that ride is so stupid and cheesy. I mean, like, like I've only seen that every time they do the, the as you call, interactive, Kaylee, with, with the, uh, the gangster. You know, he talks like this with this cheesy accent. Like, come on now, you see? I'm going to shoot you. You can go play it. You know, they're like, come on, come on, come on. And then they have these these cap guns. Pew, 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 pew. And like, the, the cast members themselves don't even get into it anymore because they're not, they just stick their arm out and they're like, pew, pew. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's so cheesy. And you can see them duck away and go to the next scene, you know, where you stop again. It's just cheesy. Brian knows I can't stand this ride. I... I, it needs to be torn down. Something really cool could go there. No, I don't I, say tear it down. Then get update it down. It. No, get rid of it. I would say another thing is with me is that for the Hollywood studios, we used to be MGM and all that, so it covers just It fits. Movies. No, it fits. I it get it. It covers movies and stuff, and I get that. And like the backstage tour thing that they used to have used to cover more yeah, I movie like that. stuff. But again, they took it out because of the Frozen thing. And so I feel like it's the only part in the entire park that covers movies 
other than just which Disney is why Nick wants to re- all that kind that's of why stuff. Nick wants to rename it. No, I agree with you, but I hope when they build this new land, it totally goes away and they burn it. I think it's going to be Pixar Wars. That's the name of the new. Oh, well, I told you, I I think that you should go through that great movie ride and be immersed in Pixar. No, no, I totally agree. You're I was... that little toy in Toy Story. You're that fish in Finding Nemo and Finding Dory, you know? You are that superhero in Incredibles and you feel like you are, you know? How cool would that be? Or you could just be in Joey's uh, section and be in Incredibles and see, tomorrow. To me, this is only my opinion. So I can relate more to an old cartoon like Snow White than I can with an old movie that was made in that day. You know, back in the 30s. Tarzan. I'm not, not going to watch a movie from the 30s, but I will watch Snow White. I will watch Pinocchio. True. You know, I will watch Bambi, but I won't watch old movies from that era. I just can't relate to them. But one thing I can relate, because we've all seen them since we've been a child, are all the cartoons. Those will never die out through time. They need to change that to Pixar with these new millennials that grew up on these Pixar films, and those will never die, never go away. And so you never have to change it. That's my argument, and I'm dead. Okay. And he's sticking to it. <laughs> like, I'm going home. So, anywho, <laughs> I think that's We're about it. We're not friends anymore. That, that's about it. That's all I got. You want me to do my Cartman? I can do my Cartman voice all the way till the end. You want to? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, anywho, I won't do it. I won't, I won't, I won't bore you guys. But uh, if you have a question, idea, or simply just want to be our guest on our next show, Go ahead and shoot us a text. You can text us at 407-674-0414 or email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. I think it's about that time, people. I think so, too. Peace. And love. And Dixie Dust. Have a magical day. My friends. That's right. came this song of hope that he sang out loud every day for years and years I have a dream I hope will come true that you're here with me and I'm here with you I wish that the earth see the sky up above Send me someone to love her. 
years of singing all alone turned his lava into stone until he was on the brink of extinction. But little did he know that living in the sea below another volcano was listening to his song. Every day she heard his tune, her lava grew and grew because she believed his song was meant for her. Now she was so ready to meet him above the sea as he sang his song of hope for the last time. I have a dream I hope will come true that you're here with me and I'm here with you. I wish that the earth, sea, and the sky up above will send me someone to love. Rising from the sea below stood a lovely volcano looking all around but she could not see him he tried to sing to let her know that she was not there alone but with no lava his song was all gone he filled the sea with his tears and watched his dreams disappear as she remembered what his song meant to her. I have a dream I hope will come true that you're here with me and I'm here with you. I wish that the earth will send me someone to love Oh, they were so happy to finally meet above the sea All together now their lava grew and grew no longer are they all alone with Aloha as their new home. And when we visit them, this is what they sing. I have a dream, I hope will come true, that you'll grow old with me. And I'll grow old.